Welcome to 2021, our year of the supernatural. We believe that in this year, as prophesied, your life will go above and beyond the natural and that it will be positively and supernaturally changed through this sermon. The teaching you're about to listen to by our anointed shepherd, Pastor Boni Bahati, will challenge you, strengthen and transform you to live the victorious life you were created to enjoy. Listen and be blessed. So we continue with our series today. It's a hard thing. So today I want to look at a diseased heart. A diseased heart. Roho. Ilio Gonjoa. Be healed of a diseased heart. Be healed of a diseased heart. I'm saying be healed of a diseased heart. So we're going to look at characteristics of a diseased heart. So indeed, there are many different kinds of heart problems. So it is important to work on your heart so that you are healed of your heart's disease. Without the normal functioning of the heart, you cannot accomplish much for the Lord. Without the normal functioning of your heart, like your heart is diseased, you can't do much for God. People who, are, who have diseased hearts or people with diseased hearts are incapable of doing many things. Like, naturally speaking, if you have a heart disease, you can't run. Right? I remember one time I was in primary school and I had a boy. He was called Mohamud. I don't know if that's correct. The doctor will tell us. Cosmas. Is that correct? Do you say Shimo Koro? The guy used to tell us. Now we were kids. We didn't know. He had, I don't know whether he's in Hiroshima or something. Whatever. He had a heart disease. So he couldn't run. Ordinarily. If you have cholesterol in your heart, it also incapacitates you in a way. There are things you can't do. Right? Like you can easily die of low blood pressure or high blood pressure. Because the vessels become thin and small. So in the same manner, when your heart is not operating in the correct manner, it can easily kill you. You can easily die. And you cannot be able to do much for God and much for your life. When basically when I say much for God, I mean you cannot do much for your life if your heart is diseased. And most of us, we have diseased hearts. And it's important for you to take note of every disease in your heart. Because every disease in your heart will eventually play out in your life. Every disease in your heart will eventually play out in your life. If your heart is diseased, we will eventually see the effects of that disease in your life. So it's important for you to be healed, Sophia, of a diseased heart. Because the diseased heart will easily influence your life. You will easily become sick. And those diseases will actually play out in your life. So one characteristic or one type of a diseased heart is called a deceived heart. So number one, Type of a diseased heart is a deceived heart. A deceived heart. Be healed of a deceived heart. Somebody shout amen. amen. Be healed of a deceived heart. Amen. So a deceived heart is a deluded heart. 
that has accepted what is false as true. A deceived heart has accepted what is false as true. To be deluded means to be misled. Means to be taken in for a fool. Means to trick, to dupe, to double-cross, to beguile, to lead on, to cheat, to swindle, and to defraud. So a diseased, a diseased heart is a defrauded heart. It's a heart that has been led on to believe a lie for a truth. Or a truth, rather. To believe, to believe a lie for a truth. So a diseased heart has accepted as true or valid what is false. A deceived heart accepts a lie for a truth. You start believing what is a lie and you say this, this is the truth. You start believing that man can marry man. That is a deceived heart. Njoroge can marry John. Or Masi can marry Mogore. Masi Mogore, that's a Meru name. Mercy can marry Wanjiro. A deceived heart. A deceived heart is a heart that thinks, I don't need the church. Have you heard people say that? I am the church, I don't need to go to church. That's a deceived heart. A deceived heart is taking a lie for a truth. Be healed of a deceived heart. Amen. A deceived heart is a heart that tells you, you can marry an unbeliever and pray for them and they get saved. Pastor Ntamuombea, Ntamuombea, that's a deceived heart, my dear. Be healed of a deceived heart. Amen. I'm saying be healed of a deceived heart. Amen. A deceived heart believes a lie for a truth. It takes what is invalid to be valid and true. A deceived heart. A deceived heart is a heart that says in marriage we are equal. We are partners. Other than believing the truth of the word that a woman should submit if the man should love, you say, no, we are equal. Other than taking the truth of the Bible, that a man is the provider of the home, you start saying, no, my wife should give, bring food, me and sleep in the house. And that's a deceived heart. A heart that takes a lie for the truth. A deceived heart is a heart that tells you, you don't need a pastor. Yet the Bible says that you are the sheep of his pasture. And sheep require a shepherd. You say, I don't need to be part of a love group. Yet I have shown you that God's system of working for the church is having a home church and having a temple church where people gather on Sunday and having a home church where they gather at home. Eh? Mm. A deceived heart is a heart that takes a lie for a truth. Be healed of a diseased heart. And the first disease is the disease of deception. And you know one thing about deception? You never know you are deceived. That's the sad thing about deception. Because you already believe that that's the, that's the truth. You already believe in the ukweli. So you never know you are deceived. In the journey of becoming a disloyal person, there's a stage called the stage of deception. The stage that Satan entered. And he said, I will ascend on the mountain of the Lord. And I shall become like the most high. What he didn't know, the creation cannot become equal to the creator. 
But deception tells you that you creation, you are equal to the creator. Deception tells you now you are equal with your pastor. Deception tells you that. Because the Bible says we are a royal priesthood. A chosen generation. You use one scripture. By the way, do you know you can get a lie in the scripture? Do you know you can get a reason to do anything? Actually, there are lies in the scripture. There are lies. It's recorded. The Bible says, and the Lord said, who, who will go for us to deceive this guy called Ahab? And the Bible says, a lying spirit from the Lord went forth and said, I will go. A lying spirit from the Lord went forth and said, here I am. That's why I'm never quick to say the Lord told me. If you, always, if you have personal conversation with me, I don't like saying that. Because for you to be sure is the Lord. <laughs> Do you know how many voices speak to you? How many voices? Number one, your flesh is a voice that sounds like the voice of God. You see a girl, fine, fine girl, kitu anayo, kitu anayo. The numerator is greater and the denominator is higher. And you say, I think the Lord is telling me that's the girl. The Lord is drawing me to her. And the truth of the matter is, is the denominator and the new numerator. You start saying, Lord, I am convinced. It's the Lord of the girls. That's the voice that speaks to you. And most of you, you don't even hear the voice of God because you are too carnal. Even the dreams you have, they are not godly. They are not godly. They are just familiar spirits. Even if those things that you dream come to pass. By the way, do you know not every, just, not just because you dream and things come to pass is the Holy Spirit. There are things called familiar spirits. Familiar spirits. Familiar, look, you're not born again. You know your lifestyle. How will God speak to you? At the Holy Spirit. How? How will the Holy Spirit enter you? And you know your lifestyle. You know you're not born again. So familiar spirits have been speaking to you. And familiar spirits have been causing things to come to pass. Because even Satan can manipulate events. Satan can manipulate even nature. He tried to kill Jesus in the Sea of Galilee. He tried. He manipulated the winds and there was a storm. He, do you know Satan has control of the elements? He can move the elements in certain ways. And the elements can respond. The elements is the sun, the moon, the wind. Those are the elements. And they can respond. Especially for those guys who throw fleeces. And to the Lord. I don't do that. At the Lord, if I go there and find that girl wearing orange, I know it is you. And you go and find actually the girl is wearing orange. And you say, Lord, thank you. <laughs> you get fleeced by your fleece. The Bible says, as many as are led of the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Not as many as are led by fleeces. As many as are led by the Spirit. <laughs> That's why you need a mentor, my friend. A mentor. The, hey, I saw another scripture this week. And that scripture really blessed my life. I show you. In my quiet time. The Bible says, do not move the ancient stones that thy father set. Proverbs what? Hey, someone find me. Do not move. I don't want to go to my phone. Do not move the ancient stones that thy father set. 
I'd never seen that scripture in that light until God gave me revelation this week on that scripture. I always knew that the, the Bible says you should not move the boundaries of your neighbor. Proverbs, do not move. Ah, okay, fine, let me get it on my phone. Proverbs 22, 28, thank you. Yeah, Proverbs 22, 28. Do not remove the ancient landmark which your fathers have set. What are landmarks? Landmarks are beacons. Right? Landmarks show how far is too far. Actually, landmarks show you how to go. For example, if you are going to Nairobi, which landmark is there? KICC. If you just find KICC and your center, you will not get lost. And archives. They are landmarks. Even if you are lost, how? Uangalia tuju wane KICC. Jaribu kutafuta. So you try your best to go and find KICC. That's how I knew Nairobi. I would check landmarks. KICC, Afia Center. So I would just, even if I'm lost downtown, I just look up and see, oh, so I start walking towards it. I don't know where I'm going, eh? but I'm walking towards it. Somehow, somehow, I'll find myself there. Right? Those are landmarks. They, they become beacons of guiding you. In the same manner, a mentor is a landmark, is a beacon. So when the Bible says, do not remove the ancient landmarks which your father said, it simply says, do not outthink that now because you are grown, you don't need the wisdom that your fathers had. And one of the wisdoms your fathers had is the wisdom of mentorship. So now that you are of age, don't think that you don't need a mentor. If your fathers needed a mentor, you need a mentor. If your fathers needed a pastor, you need a pastor. It is that simple. Do not move the ancient landmarks. But a deceived heart will say, now I'm of age. I don't need a mentor. For what? Why should I always go consult with someone about my decisions? This decision is my life. Check the quality of the decisions you've been making by checking the quality of life you are living. Because the quality of life you are living equals to the quality of decisions. The decisions you are making right now are dictating the quality of life you have. What quality of life do you have? Is it a good life? So why are you saying that you don't need a mentor? You know, it's only, it's only Kenya that is not so, not only Kenya, I'm African mostly, that is not so serious on mentorship. In America, they even have something called the Mentorship Society, where mentors are there to mentor young people. Can you imagine? The Mentors Society. It's in Africa where we think we can move the ancient landmarks. You cannot be greater than your teacher. And by the way, there's no point of being in a class where you're in conflict with the teacher. Where the teacher sets a question on the exam paper. By the way, most of you failed in exams, not because you're stupid, but because when the teacher set a paper, you set your own question. You say, no, this should not be the case. You should have asked this way. Yeah, it's not because you're stupid. It's because there's no point of being in a class where you're in conflict with the teacher. Because one of the ancient landmarks is mentorship, a teacher. If I am your teacher, listen to me. If I be your teacher, listen to me. There's no point of being in this church and you're in conflict with what I teach. Please go to a class or a school where you are in agreement with what the teacher is teaching. That's the only time you will begin to progress. 
Otherwise, you'll never graduate. You are being taught medical science. But you know, I'm a pancreas. In liver. Mwanadamu asikizi wananga pancreas side. Na mwana anakufundisha ni professor. You see it's only on social media where you see a foolish boy arguing with an economist. One time I saw on Twitter a boy a boy arguing with an economist, a doctor in economics telling that guy, you don't know. Is this generation that is doing that? Argue and ujamani that a degree hata ujue economics ni nini. Umegoogle tu vitu hapo and by the way, you know not everything on Google is correct. Because even you, you can put stuff on Google. Even you, you can put stuff there. That's why even in, in school, you're not allowed to cite from Google. You only cite from Google Scholar. Because Google Scholar is verified. It's verified. In, oh my, you didn't know that. You can't cite from Google. If you cite from Google, it's disqualified. It's zero. Oh, you didn't know that. Even Wikipedia, you can't cite from Wikipedia. Because it's unverified. And you, you just go Google things there. Is, is, is typing still in the New Testament? Then somebody was disgruntled like you. Put up an article about typing. Discrediting typing. Then you go read that article and believe it. And it is somebody like you. It's part of a deceived heart. Be healed of a deceived heart. I'm saying be healed of a deceived heart. A deceived heart takes a lie for a truth. I tell you, listen to podcasts. You say, Araka to skiang to Sautiaki Sazote, eh? Arafirio Sautiaki and beautiful. Minda skiza to Migos. It's okay. The Bible is very clear. And there shall come and you shall return. And there shall be a difference. You shall return and there shall be. So there will be a difference between those who listen and those who don't. So, sweetheart, do your best. Don't listen. Usiski is a. Siski. Number two. The second deceived heart that you need to be healed of is be healed of an unperceiving heart. Non-perceiving heart. Non-perceiving heart. Non-perceiving heart. An unperceiving heart is a heart that is unable to achieve an understanding of many things. An unperceiving heart is a heart that is unable to understand many things or unable to achieve an understanding of many things. An unperceiving heart is a heart unable to recognize, design, or understand the things of God. Oh, did I give you the scripture for the other one? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Deuteronomy 11, verse 16. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Bible says, take heed yourselves that your heart be not be deceived. Take heed yourselves, lest your heart be deceived. Take heed, let your, lest your heart be deceived. Sorry. So an unperceiving heart is a heart that does not understand many things. It is a heart that is unable to recognize, to discern and understand the things of God. Deuteronomy 29, verse 4, lest I forget. Deuteronomy 29, verse 4. The Bible says, Yet the Lord has not given you a heart to perceive, and eyes to see, and ears to hear, to this very day. And the Lord has not given you, can you imagine, guy, a heart to perceive, 
Like how you allow a Because the Lord has not given you that heart. You have eyes, but you will never see. That's what the Bible says. Having eyes, they see not. Having ears, they hear not. For the Lord has not given them the heart to perceive, the eyes to see, and the ears to hear. To this very day, the Lord has not done it. An unperceiving heart is a heart that lacks understanding. You don't understand. I try to explain spiritual things, but because you are so carnal, you don't understand. Your heart does not perceive spiritual things. It's too heavy for your heart. <laughs> you don't perceive spiritual things. You don't, to perceive is to understand. You don't understand why the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked to an unbeliever. You don't understand that. Because it's not been given to you a heart to perceive, an eye to see, an eye like a camber, and an ear to hear. It's not been given to you. You don't understand why the Bible says, avoid anything that has the appearance of evil. Not just evil, appearance. Kitu kilicho na appearance kuswiri ni nini? Mfano wadhambi. Atana nayo. Like one time I was drinking something. A malt. You know malt? Not Tasca. Kitambo they used to have malt Guinness. But that was not, now that was not malt Guinness. It was another malt from Tanzania. So when you open it, actually it smells like alcohol kabisa. Many years back, that's how I learned this scripture. Then I was, as we, were, we had gone for a bash somewhere, then the guy had bought so many, so we were just given, we were given, we were given. Then Pastor Masi told so me, take the, the malt. So she did not tell me there, so she waited. After I took, when I went to sat down, she came to where I was. She opened for me that scripture and told me, read this scripture. I read and avoid anything that has the appearance of evil. So I did not understand, so she went. So later on, she called me and told me, you know why I showed you that scripture? It's because one day you'll be a pastor. And if someone sees that thing in a glass, it looks like alcohol. So they will not know that's not alcohol. <laughs> so many will be fall into error, saying, ah, si pasipia na onjanga. So one for the stomach. <laughs> why not me? So you will end up misleading many. That's why I showed you that scripture. That's how I knew that scripture. Avoid anything that has the appearance of evil. Not just evil. Appearance of evil. At his tone in a crest. <laughs> Abstain from every form of evil. Give King James. King James. Abstain from every form. Appearance. Quickly. Abstain from all appearance of evil. But because your heart is unperceiving, you will not know. One appearance of evil is you in your house with a girl, just the two of you. You may not do anything, You're just chilling. You may not do anything wrong, yeah? But the fact that the two of you are there alone, yo, it's an appearance. So can you imagine if a sheep comes and you are a shepherd? And it's not like an office. You know an office you can be the two of you because you are working and stuff like that. It's in the house. On a bed sitter, you are watching a movie. Then a sheep knocks. 
and your sitting room is the bed. Do you think you'll, you'll have time to explain to the sheep? This is the sitting room, and this is, I can explain. You just say, my shepherd fornicates. Because she lacks, they lack an unperceiving heart. Because not everybody has a perceiving heart to understand. So avoid it. But an unperceiving heart will not understand things of God. Vituzamungu, things of God, you will not understand. Tell me about things of God. Require perceiving. That's what the Bible says. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives what? So how do you know that man is a prophet? You perceive. The Bible says that woman, the Shunammite woman, perceived that Elijah was a prophet. Is it Elijah or Elisha? Elisha. Is it Shah or Jah? Shah. Are you sure? The Shunammite. The one who built a house upstairs. Oh yeah, Elisha. The Bible says the Shunammite woman perceived in her heart that Elisha was a prophet. And she said, this man who has been coming here in, here out is a man of God. So let us build a house for them that when he comes, he can dwell. And they built a house, in the, a penthouse in the balcony of the house, in the rooftop of the house rather. And the man of God would sleep there. So one day as the man of God was sleeping, he asked his, 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 his servant, Gehasha, Gehashi, Gehazi. Is it Gehazi or Gehashi? Gehazi. Gehazi. Ask the servant Gehazi, what can you do to this woman? Ah, when Elijah asked the woman, what can you do to you? The woman said, me, I'm a woman of means. Like I know the king, I'm my own man. I, I, I don't need anybody to help me. I'm okay. So Elijah went. Eli Gehazi went to Elisha. And told the woman, that woman you are saying, what can we help? She's told me she's a woman of means. Like an Ajua king, Akonado, Anajueza, Anajua, the army commanders. So there's nothing much you can do for her. But I have seen there's no little boy who runs around this house. There's no noise. There's nobody who's screaming. Like in my house, there's someone who's always screaming. In the wee hours. Yeah! You wonder, Sasa. Can you imagine? One time my wife was telling me she, she, she rolled, he rolled, went and got his bottle with water and came and sprinkled it on himself and on the seats. So there was nobody doing such things in the house of that woman. And the guy was from changing, like the little man. So you have to change again. So there was nobody doing such things. But he said, Elijah said, Bas, call her. Told the woman, a time like this next year, you'll have a child. Elijah did not pray. Elijah did not pray. He just declared. Because there's an element of a prophet that he speaks and things come. By virtue of his office. You know a prophet or a pastor stands in an office. The office gives him certain powers. Like, let me explain. The office of the president gives the president certain powers that he doesn't need the, the, the parliament to approve of his decisions, right? There are some things that are called veto, the presidential powers, right? Constitutional, presidential, constitutional powers that he can override some things. Like in the cases of war, he doesn't need to ask the parliament to approve deployment of the military, right? In the cases of appointment, there are some appointments that doesn't need the parliament to approve. 
because of the office. It gives him certain powers. So in the same manner, the prophet has certain powers. And those powers can make him say things and things come to pass without him praying. That's why he told the woman, at a time like this next year, you'll have a child. And the woman had a child at a time like that next year. At one point, the predecessor of Elisha, Elijah, he said, this place will not rain unless at my word. Is it Elisha or Elijah? Elijah. He said, at my word, there will be no rain. And the Bible says there was no rain until he spoke. Because of the power in the office of the prophet. That's so why when I say, God will give you wardrobe, change of wardrobe this week. I don't need to have had the Lord tell me that. I don't need to. I use my, my office powers to declare such things. And such things come to pass. You understand? Because the Bible says, and you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. So in the same manner, when you're honoring a prophet, even if the prophet does not like you, and you honor him, the blessing of honoring the prophet comes on you. Because you're not honoring the man, you're honoring the office. So the office responds. In the same manner, when you dishonor the man, the man might not, feel, the man might not even feel dishonored. But the office, oh, I don't use you. But the office, let me use this seat. The office responds. So the man might say, ah, nisawatu. But the office is juangi, ah, nisawatu. It responds. It's right now, like right now, Urushia President Kiatu. Another man is our two, like in Utah Chiliwa. What After after Amanda, they'll come for you. Lord Akufinya. Yeah. Like the case of the Bush guy, the one who threw the shoe at President Bush. The President Bush was saying, ah, he said, this is a matter of national security. The guy is in jail up to now. Up to now. Because it's not the person you're dealing with, it's the office. But an unperceiving heart does not realize that. That you are not dealing with the person. You are dealing with the office. Do you know why the Bible says, touch not my anointed and do them no harm? The Bible does not say that because the prophets are very special. No. It says that because that is the office of a prophet. You understand? So you are not touching the person. You are not touching Boni. You are touching the office. That's why when Moses sinned, God did not, con God did not rebuke him before the people. No. And the Lord had actually said, do not marry a Cushite woman. Right? He had said, do not marry out of the tribe of Israel. But Moses went ahead and married someone who is not of the tribe of Israel. And when he sinned, God did not rebuke him in front of the people. So, the Miriam and the brother were very angry. He said, how can this guy do what the Lord has not said? Has the Lord not also spoken to us? Does he only speak to him? The Lord said, ay, 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 Were you not afraid to speak like that of my prophet? As for other prophets, I speak to them through similitudes and, and visions and dreams. But for this one, I speak to him face to face. And immediately, Miriam got leprosy. But Aaron, who was with Miriam, did not get it. Why? The office of Aaron was the office of a priest. So even if he was in a mistake, he couldn't get leprosy by virtue of him being in that office. So God had to deal with him how he deals with priests. So God took him up and killed him. He took him up in the mountain. And the Bible says the Lord killed him. Same with Moses. 
God took him to the promised land and told him, because you disobeyed me, you will not enter. The Lord, the Bible says, then the Lord killed him. Up to this date, nobody knows where Moses was buried. It's scripture. Why? Why could Aaron not get it? The leprosy? The office he was in. Because the office gives him some certain immunity. Like right now, you can't sue the president. You can only sue him from his private capacity. But you cannot sue him as the president of Kenya. Because he has immunity as long as he's in the tenor. He has a tenor of security, it's called security of tenor. You can't sue, you can't sue him. But an unperceiving heart does not realize all those things. That's saying. My pastor wana say manga ivo June wana ona wana expansion. So wana akufanya vitu na suti wa hold accountable. Pastor we ni nani um hold accountable? Ujaji hold accountable. We monye ujaji hold accountable. How will you hold another man's servant accountable? If you've not held yourself accountable. Amaji. Kwani naongea vitu mzito mzito sana? An unperceiving heart. So you don't perceive those things. You don't understand the things of God. You know, you don't understand an unperceiving heart. You don't understand the things of God. You don't understand how God, how, how you trade with God. The Bible says you gain by trading. You know the story of the guys who are given talents? The master came and said, you foolish, you would have traded my, my talents, my investment. And when I come back, I would have found multiples or, or, or interest. So in short, when you're dealing with God, you gain by trading. That's why we give offerings. Because God, God when you give offerings, the Bible says, give and it shall be given back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. You, you think when you give offerings, you are benefiting the pastor. Non perceiving heart. <laughs> you think your sadaka, ni pastor boni anakulanga. Pastor boni, that's why I keep, when I take the offerings, what do I pray? I say what the Bible says, Lord, we receive offerings here on earth, but you receive them in heaven. So they belong to God. I'm just the interface. I'm the user end. Could I back end I'm onangi? I'm bayoniake. But an unperceiving heart does not understand the things of God. Number three. Mamma Boeka. Anyway, Adam Kibueka see I have to preach. Number three. A fat and a greasy heart. Fat and greasy. Fat and greasy. Ronono. Ikanamafuta. Ronono ilionamafuta. Fat and greasy. Be healed of a fat and greasy heart. I'm saying be healed of a fat and greasy heart. A fat and greasy heart is a heart that is dull and stupid. Dull and stupid. Dull. D-U-L-L. Dull. Kuzuba. It's dal kuzuba. Like, just there. You're just there. Raw, 
How do you say dal in Swahili? Imeboeka. Yeah, you got two. You can see dal hats during present worship. Do you see them? Dal and greasy hats here. We are dancing and they are like, you just see, ta, ta, ta. Ta, ta. Jesus Christ, hey, Jesus, hey, 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 hey. Nothing. Dull and greasy, stupid hearts. See your Mimi, I'll show you. Okay, let me show you a scripture. You know, I think I'm abusing you. Psalms 119, verse 70. I think I'm abusing you. And you actually first time to come here to go around stupid. Okay, now let's read from the Bible. This is God calling you stupid. One, two, three. Their heart is as fast as grease, but I delight. Use King James. Quickly. Can we read together? A fat heart is a stupid heart. Message Bible. Can we read together? So me, I'm happy because of the revelation that God is giving me. But you, you are bad. It's a bucket of lard. Someone find me that. What is a lard? NLT says what? Give us NLT. Can we read together? Ah, ah, soma vizuri. Soma, say this. My heart, say my heart. One, two, three. Read again. No, make sure your neighbor is reading. My heart is dull and read again. Read maka ingie. How do you know your heart is dull and stupid when you don't delight in instructions? Lad is fat from the abdomen of a pig. A bucket of lad. So the fat that comes from the abdomen of a pig, ngurue. That's how your heart is. How do you know your heart is stupid when you don't delight in instructions? You can't be told, come at 9.30 and you come. A stupid heart. A stupid heart. Because you don't want to be accountable. NCV says no feelings. Give me NCV. Do you have NCV? No, they don't have. Read for me NCV. Those, those people have no feelings. They stupid hearts. They have no feelings, but I love your teachings. So instructions reveal whether your heart is stupid or not. How you receive instructions shows the quality of the heart. You are insensitive to instructions. You get annoyed when you are told Olga. You get annoyed. And you are a grown-up, 20-something years. You are angry. When you say you cannot be wearing a Marvin during a, a sunny day, you say, Mona, ni angresha Marvin yangu. Kicho ni yangu. Na kicho imeja chawa sayo. Sayo imeja. Awoshi nyuele. The Marvin is smelling. Now it's, the people around you are uncomfortable, but they cannot tell you. Now the pastor has to tell you on their behalf. The service, they, write, they write on the, on the comment slip, the service was not good. Why? My neighbor was smelling. 
Their hearts are what? Dull and stupid. They don't respond to instructions. Be healed of a stupid and greasy heart. I'm saying be healed of a fat and greasy heart. A heart that is stupid. Hey, like girls, sometimes your heart becomes stupid when you fall in something called love. Your heart becomes thick as grease. That's why I tell you, fall in love, but carry your brain with yourself while you're in love. Because when a girl is in love, the heart is greasy. You tell her, that guy has HIV. It's okay, I have the antidote. That would be a protection. There's a girl I told. He was, she was dating someone I know. And you know, as a pastor, I'm not even supposed to reveal such information to you. But this is someone I loved. I had told, I had spoken to her like four times. So another one I called my wife. I told her, sit this girl down. But don't tell her the, why we are telling her. She sat the girl down. Told the guy, for hours, don't stop with that guy. That's, that's not the right decision you're making. The girl could not listen. Num meeting number two. Meeting, I told Pastor Mark, speak to this girl. Now I realize the only thing that I can, I maybe put sense into her, is tell her the status of this guy. I told her, that guy you are, you are running after, is HIV positive. And you, you are negative. So basically, you might get HIV. She said, ah, for real? Ah, pastor, I didn't know. She cried. She said, what if I have it now, pastor? Hey, hey, pastor, I'm even going to the VCT right now. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I, I told her, you don't have it. Then I told her, go to the VCT. You don't have it. I prayed for her. After she went, two weeks later, <laughs> after she went, the next thing I hear, she has moved into the girl, to the boy's house. And she's pregnant. A greasy and stupid heart. And she made me an enemy. You know, there are two people you should not advise. There are usually three, but I'm going to give you two. Number one, Potter of Arsenal. <laughs> However how you try. You know, by the way, a supporter of Arsenal is qualified to be a shepherd. Because they go through long suffering. They are loyal. They are lo like Benjamin here. Loyal. Long suffering. The principal qualification of a shepherd is loyalty. And they are. Number two, they go through long suffering. So they, are, they can be at something for a long time. They can endure hardships like a good soldier, as the Bible says. The second person you should not advise is a woman in love. She will make you. I speak to you direct. I stop going through the corners. I mention your name. <laughs> when a woman or a man is in love, don't try advising them. They will make you the enemy. They will put you on status. One time, Pastor Joy was trying to... By the way, we are having our ordination soon for the pastors. <laughs> so one time, Joy was trying to advise a certain girl. Because she realized that that thing is not working. The next thing that the Joy sees, Minister Joy, the next thing she sees is that the girl has put her on the stairs. Babe, they don't want us together, but it's me and you against the world. <laughs> the next thing we knew... The girl was pregnant. Nobody, nobody wanna see us together. 
<laughs> when a girl is in love, those are the songs she sings. Then when the things begins to go sour, she comes looking for the pastor. Oh, pastor, niombe. Oh, I am lonely. I'm Mr. Lonely. I have nobody. I'm on my own. So lonely. But when you are telling them, don't. They start saying, call this us against the world. You and me against them all. They do a TikTok dancing. Cause it's us against them all. You and me against them all. <laughs> they call you. And the pastor was trying to help them. The next thing you see TikTok. Cause it's... Come with us. How they will dance. Cause it's us against them all. You and me against them all. Ah, ah, ah. A dull and a stupid heart does not delight in instructions. A dull and a stupid heart will not delight in instructions. Fatty heart. The woman is in love. The man is in love. You tell, stop doing this. The girl won't listen. Don't do that. The boy won't listen. Genio, don't go that direction. The genio goes with his keyboard to serenade the girl. She say, play that thing. She's, you and me against the moon. If you... We're standing strong Cause it's a Such a wonderful They don't listen They don't listen They don't listen A dull and a stupid heart The boy will start Doing TikToks, I'll catch a I will catch a grenade for you. Not fire for you. Can I have a train for you? And it's a boy. I can do anything for you. Oh, when the thing go goes sour. Take a Pasta. Pasta. Oh, it's solidar. In my heart, you in are my heart, the you only. only. In my heart, you are the only. Why did you leave me so little? In my heart, you are the only. And the memory lives on. Why did you leave me so little? But you didn't listen. Like the movie stars, they. The play they were depicting here, and it's so true. You didn't listen. You didn't listen. You wanted a soft life. You didn't pay attention. Now your heart is dull and stupid. Number four and the last one because of time. 
Be healed. Can I get to number five? Do you allow me? Be healed of a bitter heart. A bitter heart. A bitter heart. A bitter heart is a heart that is harsh and sarcastic. Harsh and sarcastic. A bitter heart is also manifested by showing great dislike or resentment towards certain people. Next week, I'm going to show you. Okay, I shouldn't say, but fine. Next week, I'll show you something good. Come to church. <laughs> a bitter heart is a heart that is harsh and sarcastic. Sarcastic. The sarcasm. Wanaume? Hey. Wababa? Hey. Sarcastic, a bitter heart. Some of you are bleeding on people who did not hurt you. You are bleeding on people who did not hurt you. You are bleeding on people who did not knife you. Because you have a bitter heart. The beloved you have right now is suffering because of the brokenness of the heart. It's not that boy who broke your heart. It's not that boy who took your virginity. The boy is born again. He has never tasted. But you are making the boy suffer. You are always telling him, you know, me, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't condone men. Me, you are always insecure. So the boy is suffering. Insecurities because of a bitter heart. Be healed of a bitter heart. Amen. Be healed of a bitter heart. Amen. Be healed. Of, put your hand on your chest and say, Lord. Heal the bitterness in my heart. Because that bitterness, if you don't deal with it, it's going to grow and become resentment. Proverbs 14 verse 10. There are people you cannot stomach. Ah, Miss Jessica, I'm next no, I'm say church. There are people on this side, you don't speak to people on that side. There are people in the middle, you don't speak to the people on this side. Or you don't speak to the people at the front. You are bitter. You have a bitter heart. <laughs> the heart knows its own bitterness and not a stranger. And a stranger does not share its joy. Use King James. Makes it better. The heart knoweth his own bitterness. Rohan in a jua bitterness yake. And a stranger will not share. There's a version that I was, that was saying something powerful. Let me go to message. Maybe to try and explain what, what, what it means. The person who shuns the bitter moments of friends will never be, will be an outsider at their celebrations. Because you have a bitter heart. A bitter heart. Be healed of a bitter heart. Tell about be healed of a bitter heart. Be healed. Bitterness makes others suffer who never contributed in hurting you. They never contributed at all in, making the, in, in creating the situation you are right now. But you still somehow make that person suffer. You are bitter about life. And it's not us who told you to be born where you are born. So why are you bitter about life? You are bitter about what happened, in, what happened to you in high school. Come on, get over it. We all went through monolization in high school. Natawel. Tuluchota Giza. 
Tulipiga simu na kiatu. We all went through it. Get over it. Take personal responsibility of your problems. Take personal responsibility of your issues. Heal your heart. We all have through, we've all have gone through bitter moments. Do you think me and my wife have not gone through bitter moments? We've gone through that. But we have to take personal responsibility. We can't keep blaming people. We can't keep saying it's because of you that I'm like this. Come out of it. Tell about come out of it. Come out of that bitter heart. Heal and move on. Because if you don't heal, I told you when I began that the diseases in your heart will eventually play out in your life. You will not get married because you're bitter. You are saying all men are dogs. Your father is a German shepherd. Please get healed of a bitter heart. Tell her, get healed of a bitter heart. Ezekiel 27, verse 31. Ezekiel. Abi Ezekiel. I don't Amen. <laughs> Be healed of a bitter heart. Be healed of what? Ezekiel 27, verse 31. Can we read together? Let's start from verse 30. Can we read together? They will make their voice hard because of you. They will cry bitterly and cast dust on their heads. They will roll about in ashes. Verse 31. They will shave themselves completely bald because of you. Grind thyself with sackcloth and weep for you with bitterness of heart and bitter. When you have bitterness of heart, you cry with wailing. Get healed. You are already dumped. Get over it. It is 10 years since your ex left you, your first love. You are still angry at him. Why are we slowly losing our tradition? I'm going to say that. Okay, okay. So get healed of that bitter heart. Oh, my father never took me to Alliance. Sweetheart, it's now, you are now in MMU. You are doing certificate. Get over it. Focus and take your children to Alliance. Yeah, you do it now. Stop blaming your mother. At you, oh, you know me, I'm like this because my parents left me when I was young. Come on. We were all left. We were all left. Even me, I was left. Yeah, you think I was not left? I was left. Very young. Ah, were you not left? You were left in boarding school. Me too, I was left in boarding school in class four. I had, to, I had to fake disease and come back home. You had to run away. <laughs> Yours is on another level. At class four, you can run away. Hey, Father, we are praying for that wife. <laughs> Lord, we are praying. Heal that heart. Heal that heart, Lord. So you understand, my people. Stop blaming people for your mistakes. 
Stop blaming the school you went to. Yeah, we know you saw it on Google Maps, but please, please, stop blaming it for your English. Take personal responsibility to learn English. Yeah. Stop saying, oh, you know, is where I went to, that's why we don't know to say he or she. No, teach yourself now. Teach yourself. Me, where I went to, you're not saying he or she. So that's why I struggle. But I, I purpose, I learn to say he or she. I call a he a she and a she a he. And I'm dealing with it. I'm not blaming people. Yeah, stop blaming your parents because you live in a Mabati house. No. Your parents were lingangana wakufikisha hapo. Ukitaka ya mawe jijenge. Be healed of a bitter heart. Be healed of a bitter heart. Stop blaming the government of, for lack of jobs. For how long? Even if you've been blaming them for the last five years, what have they done? Look, let's be honest. What have they done? What has improved? What has changed? So we do not do ourselves justice and stop blaming the government and find solutions for ourselves. Let's find our own solutions. Let's sell smokies if we have to sell smokies. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's sell sweets if you have to sell sweets. Stop saying, how can a degree holder sell sweets? Bro, now you have it. You have your degree. And you don't have money. What will you do? You are, you, you, you are part of the... The government is saying there are no jobs. It's not changing anything. You have your masters. Will you sleep hungry? Or say, saying, oh, the government is not changing our lives? Will you? Just get up. Do something with your hands. Be healed of a bitter heart. Oh, they told you, a lecturer told you, this degree, if you do BBIT, the starting salary is 90,000. But she lied to you. Hey. Get up and get a job that is paying you 10,000. Get experience. In a matter of time, you will get to 90,000. If you start, you will get there. But if you never start, you will never get there. Number five and the last one. A wounded heart. A wounded heart. Roho ilio wundiwa. At what? Eh? What? Oh, I chose violence. Be healed of a wounded heart. I'm saying be healed of a wounded heart. A wounded heart is a heart that is hurt. A wounded heart is a heart that is hurt or suffering from an injury. The reason why this heart is wounded is because events have occurred. And events have broken this heart. These people are people with broken hearts. Deal with your broken heart, sweetheart. Deal with your... Be healed of a wounded heart. Hey, you've cried for so long. Your pillow is wet. Let the pillow breathe. Apologize to your pillow. Go put on makeup. And say, this is the last time I'm crying because of that boy. And get out of that house and go and work yourself off. Stop crying over the boy. He's gone. You cannot cry over spilled milk. Stop it. You've been crying for so long. Now your heart is bitter. Your heart is broken. Your heart is weary. And you're just 22. What if by the time you get to 30, my God, that will be the routine of your life. But do you know why some of you fall into wounded hearts? don't have a mentor. But then you know me, I was telling my mentor yesterday, I don't have an ex. It's the truth, I don't have an ex. I was even telling my wife in the morning yesterday, missing an ex. I only have her. That's the reality. 
It must be nice. It must be nice. I don't have an ex, but my wife has. My wife has. We were counting them yesterday. We said, hey. I said, Lord, thank you that you saved my life. Bomoi. So, why, why don't I have an ex? I met my mentor when I was 16 years. I met my mentor when I was 16 years. So, I did not have time to experiment. Because I was afraid if my mentor knows. That's why there's someone I was telling the other day, sometimes fear is good. That kind of fear. The fear of reverence. Not the fear of demons. The fear of reverence. You know that fear of reverence? And I would not want to disappoint my mentor. So I'll keep myself. So I never dated. There's no girl in HFC who can say, Pastor Bonnie promised he'll marry me and he refused. I only promised one and I married her. You wish that was the case here. <laughs> Someone is saying, I wish that was the case here. The boys here are promising every girl. You would have been there. You could have been there. <laughs> but the story happened. But the story of your life happened. Don't worry, brother. God is with you. You are young and stupid. <laughs> you are young and stupid. Now you know better. You are fat. I speak to the men. Men, stop promising girls you'll marry them and you won't. Girls. It's the ones who are saying, speak to the men. It's not the choir. Choir ni mabazu. Wambi wangu na mtu kitu. Na dancing stars. Ama wanda wana umiza maro. Team Taliban. Ano wana promisi yala. The dancing stars ni wana promisi yana. I will dance with you, baby. Our, when, we are, when we are walking down the aisle our, our, during our wedding, it will be a chor chor choreograph. <laughs> and the girl is falling. The girl is falling. Then a few, a few months later, she comes to discover that five girls have been told the same thing. And they have all fallen for the girl, for the boy. Five choreographies. Every Sunday they are dancing with different ones. <laughs> be healed of a wounded heart. Be healed of a wounded heart. Wambo, be healed of a wounded heart. Wambo again. Be healed of a wounded heart. <laughs> you know I really like Wambo. That's why I like I like poking poking her. <laughs> be healed. Tell her be healed of a wounded heart. Yeah. You've been crying for that heartache for so long. Come on. Yeah. You're always Googling how to get my ex back. What to wear. How to make it work. It will not work. I cast it. It will not work. Be healed of your wounded heart. There are so many boys here who want to marry you. But you're genuinely, they want to marry you. But you're too big. You're too difficult to be married. You are too hard. You don't linger. After the service, you are gone. How will you get married? You are going to go and Google how to get my ex back. Stay here. Google how to get a man in church. And the first result will be linger. 
Linger, linger, linger. Linger. They will buy you lunch. Even if the lunch is two bananas, it's enough. Stay in church. Sunday is the day of the Lord. How will you get married and you are rushing to go home? To do what? You are rushing. You don't have a fridge in your house. What are you rushing to go and eat? Kuchamisha maji. Na KDF. Stay here. Unakibia juaturungi. Stay here. Stay in church. Tell about neighbor. Sunday is the day of the Lord. Stay in church. Accept these boys you are seeing here. They look small right now. But a few years from now, you'll be saying, I wish I got married to that boy. You'll be seeing them on TV. Can you imagine if I had asked a girl to marry me and she refused to marry me? What, right, right now when she sees me, what does she think? Because there's one I had asked. There's one I asked. Jokingly, this, my wife was the one who actually was torturing me. I did not ask because I liked the girl. We were just friends with the girl. Knew that the girl likes me. But me, I, I don't know men don't see or what. Tukane <laughs> Oh, You have eyes, but we don't see. Oh. So me, we were friends with this girl. We was just, I was just short-sighted. So my wife was telling me, that girl likes you, that girl likes you. Go and ask her. My wife is on telling me. That time she was not even my wife. She was my, just my, one of my girlfriends. Like the friends. Like you understand what I mean, girlfriends. Not like a beloved. Like I, my like sis was my girlfriend then. She was my girlfriend. Joy was my girlfriend. Several of them. Like they were friends who are ladies. You need, people need to anoint their, your heads. So they would torture me with the Kina Pastor says, go and tell her, maybe she likes you. That girl really likes you. Me, I did not even, me, I just liked the girl as a sister. I did not have feelings. I'm serious. So I went and told the girl, please, will you marry me? I told her, I, I, did not, I didn't tell her, please, will you marry me? I asked her, would you want to be married by a pastor? Ah, I even remember another story, but that's for another day. <laughs> I remember another story, but that's for another day. A person I asked, would you want to be married by a pastor? She banged the door at me. Now she serves me tea. You'll get it when you go home. So that particular girl, I asked her, would you want, I would really want to marry you, if you don't mind. Hey, she told me, look at me, me and you. We are just friends. It cannot work. It cannot work. Well, you are too small. Because I was really actually small. You're too small. You don't have money. Do you think you can maintain this lifestyle? Hey, Baba. Come and see Toto Awatu. Hey. The following day I was preaching. You don't want to know what I preached about that day. I preached a, a broken sermon. Like I was so broken. So the emotions that I had, all of them, I put them in the sermon. Come and see people crying in the church. Thinking the anointing has come down. And the only one who knows is not the anointing. Is what I was told the previous day. <laughs> the one who was telling me that, by the way, is my wife. The one who was telling me it cannot work. <laughs> we were somewhere. This is the one who made me preach those sermons with my emotions. But who, who, who is God? She's now seated here. So the other one, the other one, the other one told me it cannot work. I was so broken. Hey. Now, 
she, she writes me messages sometimes, saying, how are you, man of God? I've really missed you. I say, how are you, sheep of the living God? <laughs> now, now, I'm so sure now when she sees me, I'm traveling with my wife. I'm going all over. She says, it must be nice. Because she had that opportunity. But she blew it. Yeah, she blew it. It must be, it, she, 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 she says, it must be nice doing business with you. Yeah. Because I was legit, but she did not think I'm legit. Now here I am. So girls, girls, musifanya kitulitonga ngamwaya. Musifanya nini? Ngamwaya. Ngamwaya ni kumuaga. Like, don't waste your opportunity. It's a woman who makes the man. A woman is an incubator. As long as the fundamentals are okay, just check the fundamentals. Number one, he's born again. Number two, he has a mentor. Number three, he's a tither. And number four, he has a vision. That's all you need as a woman. Everything else, you can make it. Who I am today is this girl who has made me. She's made me who I am. Hey! So, girls, as long as the fundamentals are right, look at me, as long as the fundamentals are right, take the boy. As long as what? Yeah, the principles. The value system is the same. If you have the same value system, don't look at the dressing. The dressing, you can change it. What you can't change is the value system. Yeah, those, those are character issues, pertinent issues. Those ones are non-negotiables. But dressing, you can change him. Yeah, this guy never used to dress like this. Come. Ujama. Look at that guy. Look at that shirt. Very expensive shirt. Look at that bow tie. The boy was never dressing like this. I've seen him. He was not like this. But the girl has worked on, on the boy. Right? Was he like this when you got him? Come. Was he like this? No, he was not. No, he was not. How was he? <laughs> Don't be afraid. Say the truth. Remove your mask. I have an extra room. Well, he was just... He was just... Some way. Yes. Just some way. Atifala. Oh, Even this girl. Even this girl, when you took your guy, where was he? Thank you. You may be seated. And now they are preparing for their marriage. This one, Kwanza, took someone. She's a pastor and she took someone who's not a pastor. At that time. Now the guy is becoming a pastor. But when she said yes, the girl was not a pastor. How was he? Struggling. Struggling. Alguana struggle. He was struggle. But the boy had a vision. Yes, he had a vision. He had a mentor. He was a tither. And he's born again. That's it. So now the boy starts dressless nice. The confusion is over. With that guy, I used to send him. Go and bring me water. He comes with Coke. I'm serious. I'll tell him, go and stand there. He goes to Tumaini. Confused. Confused. It's true. Ask my wife. Or Pastor Mark or Pastor. Is it true? Confused. We, 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 my wife used to fight with the, with the guy every day. Kim, why are you confused? Ah, I said the name. My God. 
but you already know. Kim, why are you confused? It's like another person I have right now. Same caliber. <laughs> the other one I have is another story. It's like the Lord is always bringing me such people. Such people to work on them. But you said yes. Yes. Now is he confused? Not at all. He has a vision. The church is, his church last week was 120. Last week. From a confused guy. That's a place to clap. 125 actually. 125. So today, they might be around 150, 160. From a confused guy. They are calling him my elder. <laughs> From a confused guy. But the fundamentals were right. He said, come. The rest we can work on. This guy was also confused. This one, this one wanted to be a Muslim. He was called Caliph. Now he's going to plant our church in Thicker Road in December. <laughs> this one. Confused guy. When my wife would tell them, read this book, they would, they would skim the book when they are coming for their meeting because they will know, they will be asked. You will read the table of contents. So if they ask, they say, we read this, and they did not read. This guy, now he's going to be a pastor. Pastoring a whole congregation. You understand? Eh? Do you understand? Yeah. So if the fundamentals are right, thank you, Sid. Thank you. If the fundamentals are right, take the boy. Are we together? Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my prison. Oh, this is the, the photo. Most of, you, most of the boys who are coming to you look like this now. Don't despise them. That hair they can shave. That hair they can shave. Don't be so excited. The guy, look, look, stand. Does he look the same? There he was very high, by the way. You see this placard? He used to hold it upside down. Every Sunday, you are to come and check and say, no, it's not like this. It's the other way. Him you don't recognize. Is it true? It's true. Clear distinction. Now look at him right now. And the best is yet to come. Amen. And maybe you, still, you said, ah, look, Jana and Nani. Are we together? Don't despise those hairs you are seeing now. As long as those four things are in play. Number one. Number one. They are born again. Number two. A tither. If they are a tither, it means they are planted in a church. Right? Number three. Has a mentor. And number four. Has a vision. Those four are the fundamentals. If you see such guys, take them. Marry them. You will not regret it. Those ones are not spontaneous. They will not tell you, baby, I'm not coming home, I'm in Mombasa. And they didn't tell you in the morning. People will be telling you, ah. Me, they used to laugh when we started dating. Even her cousins, her friends. There's another guy I've remembered. Well, one time I went to visit my wife where they used to live in school. They used to live with so many, uh, like, not so many, like, two. Th two of her friends. There were three. When I went there, one of their friends came. One of their cousins came. He said, Guy Vicky, I'm serious. Then my wife told me, I told you, you see that boy? One day I'll come with my car here, and I'll, I'll pay his one-year rent. That's what I told my wife. So recently I was driving over there. Then I told my wife, I think I need to go there because the boy still lives in the same single room. He can't come near me. He's always asking my wife, the boy. Need that party. Yeah. 
So kuchekelewa ni kwa muda tu. But when 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 you set the ball in motion, that's it. Bible says in its time everything is beautiful. God makes things beautiful, not his. The correct is its. New King James has translated it correctly in its time because the timing is not in the hands of God. The timing is always in the thing. It's always in the thing. The timing is not like a pregnant woman. The timing is not in the hands of God. The timing is in the maturation of the baby in the womb. Even if we pray and fast this baby now, we will not deliver the baby unless he's nine months. Because the timing is not in the hands of God. The timing is in the maturation of that thing. So accept and set the ball in motion. When maturity comes, you'll be happy you made the decision. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my presentation for you. My submission to you today. So be healed of a diseased heart.